If chocolate is your weakness, the real chocolate decadence of Flava Naturals Performance Chocolate can be your strength. I've been searching high and low for cocoa products that deliver meaningful amounts of healthful flavanols with great flavor and minimal sugar. So I'm thrilled to have found Flava Naturals. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain and heart function, including a recent Harvard study showing a 27% reduction in cardiovascular death. But you need to eat five or more ordinary dark chocolate bars every day to match the flavanols consumed in most of these studies. Flava Naturals Performance Dark Chocolate Cocoa Powder and beverages deliver five to nine times the flavanols of typical dark chocolate. Their secret is sourcing premium, high flavanol cocoa beans and processing them naturally. The result is decadent dark chocolate with the flavanol levels needed to fuel brain and cardio performance. I use it every day. For more information and to order, just go to flavanaturals.com. That's flavanaturals.com. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and once again, it's our weekly Q&A with Layla. Things are sort of getting a little slowed down for summer, you yeah. know, but we're uh, back July. after a uh, Fourth of July holiday weekend. How was your Fourth of July? Oh, nice. Quiet. Did you work on your house? Yeah, of course. Okay. <laughs> is it coming along or is this... It's coming along and I hurt my back, but that's getting better and that, so goes it. How about you? Did you call the Occupational Safety and Health Administration <laughs> on your boss? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sue. Who is your husband? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sue Paul. Okay. Oh, my gosh. Okay, unsafe working conditions. Slave labor. What is he doing? Is he having you, like, uh, do the roofing or something? Oh, I haul stuff. I have bruises all over my body, well, really, pretty much. And just hauling stuff, bringing stuff, being a gopher, you know, that kind of thing. And then... Cause when you're done with the house, we have a little work at my place that... That's okay. No. You, no. <laughs> yeah. What's your billable hour? Right. Uh, okay. I so, wish. yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's cheaper than a nutrition consult, I hope. Right. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, yeah. Your yeah. hourly rate Way is like cheaper. Buck right. fifty. Yeah. Something like that. It's not. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so, it, this uh, week we, we have a bunch of questions. Radio program at AOL.com is mm-hmm. the destination for questions. I had a very nice, uh, restful. Mm-hmm. Uh, you say, you know, like a staycation, but, you know, it enables me to exercise and hang out with family and That's nice. do fun stuff and, you know, cook up a storm and, you know, and, yeah. uh, we had, um, we, we had sort of like audition nights, you know, usually I just do the cooking, but it was like such a long, uh, protracted week that we had sort of guest appearances by the guests. And one of the more interesting dishes was, um, uh, one of our guests made, uh, a uh, key lime pie mm. out of limes, but the filling wasn't a custard filling. It was made from avocado. Oh, wow. And it was delicious. With a pe- It lends it was, the texture. Avocado is right. really good for that. And there was so much lime mm-hmm. flavor that it kind of uh, overwhelmed the avocado wow. taste. Very limey and uh, a little bit of honey because, you know, got a little yeah, sweetness. And sweetness it had there. a, uh, they, it was a cashew uh, crust. Wow. Cashew. That sounds delightful. Right. Yeah. Or was it a pecan? It was a pecan crust. I think it was a pecan, pecan crust. You know what's a really exceptional crust? Yeah. Besides almond, walnut. Okay. Walnut wow. is a fabulous crust. Okay. 
like I preferred over almond right. crust. And it was actually made raw, so it was sort of raw paleo. Yeah. Uh, so that was good. And then there was also a, and it's nice because you don't have to put it on the stove, did a, a raw paleo lasagna ah. uh, with the strips were... Um, Let me guess, zucchini? Zucchini. Maybe eggplant? Right. And the filling... Sliced the, the filling was cashew. That was, it was a cashew filling. Uh-huh. I mean, look, uh, you know, why go to these outrageous lengths to replicate things that are scrumptious and delicious? I mean, some people have problems with wheat and some people have problems with dairy, so yeah. it's an alternative. I can give you the recipe for our patients. Right. Like and um, it's from a paleo cookbook, so mm -hmm. that was that was fun, and um, you know, so everybody joined in. Mm -hmm. We had sort of communal cooking, Wonderful. and uh, an amazing fireworks display in the neighborhood. Mm -hmm. uh, the police had confiscated some uh, fireworks, I believe, some weird story, and so they, they had this big stash of fireworks, and they set them all off in somebody's backyard. Oh my! Yeah. Wow. Uh, it's like a, like a controlled. Uh, Controlled demolition. Yeah. <laughs> you know? yeah. I went to sleep early, so I kind of miss the fireworks. I usually do. I yeah. usually do. Yeah. That's from all that hard work lugging things, right? Right. Like, I'm right. tired now. Good night. That's <laughs> <laughs> You're to no, no energy for revelry. Okay. Uh, so, getting to uh, stories, before we get to questions, radio program at AOL.com. Uh, I reviewed on a recent uh, episode of Intelligent Medicine, a study that I think you might find interesting. It's hmm. it goes to that argument. Um, if you want to lose weight, what's better, exercise or follow a good diet? And the answer is follow a good diet. Thank That's you. Eighty percent. And so the the question that's sometimes posed, and actually this is the basis for an article by Gretchen Reynolds in the New York Times. She's on their on their exercise beat. She's written a book about exercise. So exercise she's, is important. So she's a, a uh, like a uh, health journalist who has a real focus on exercise, mm -hmm. and. Um, so what they found was kind of interesting is uh, people didn't lose much weight with with exercise, mm -hmm. uh, but they were told to eat what you want. You yep. know, they weren't told to, they were just said, eat your regular food. We're going to either give you uh, no exercise, a little bit of exercise, or a lot of exercise. Yeah. And with either a little bit of exercise or a lot of exercise, I don't know, maybe it wasn't enough because, I mean, if you put people on like, uh, you know, marathon training... They could eat that pint of Haagen-Dazs at the end of it yeah, and still not right. gain weight, These probably. These were overweight, uh, metabolic syndrome yeah. uh, adults. Right. Whereas marathoners not starting out that way. Yeah. yeah. But uh, So what ended up happening is they didn't lose weight. Mm -hmm. So what they looked at, they looked at a variety of parameters. They looked at their metabolic rate. They said, well, you know, maybe exercise inadvertently slows down metabolic rate, you know. Well, what does slow down metabolic rate is weight loss. Yeah. The less you weigh, the lower your metabolic rate. Right. It almost sounds insane. Why yeah. should that happen? Because now you have to work harder. So the, there's that thermostat effect that sort yeah. of like keeps your weight, sustains your effect. But um, what appears to be the case in this is something called moral licensing, ah. which is, I worked out today. I can have that dessert. Yes. And it didn't take much. It took... So, on average, the people who exercised ate about 125 calories more per day, hmm. which adds up. So, 125 calories, you help me out. What is uh, that? That's like half a, a Snickers bar. A, or a small apple, maybe? Uh, yeah. No, a small apple is going to be more like 80 calories. Okay. Something like that. Or a, a decent-sized apple. Yeah. Okay. 125 calories right. could also be about, oh, 12 almonds, 15 right. almonds. So, that's not a heck of a lot. But they, yeah. they 
they made up for it. So they also surveyed these people as to their attitudes about exercise. And they found that the weight gain was more likely, or the weight stasis, because it wasn't a lot of weight gain, it was just stuckness, yeah. was more likely to occur in those who had the attitude that exercise uh, justified a reward. Ah. Right. So all the calories they burn, they replace. Right. So this is this is why I think people are in this merry-go-round of like, I'm exercising like crazy, I can't lose weight, I can't... You may, and oh, they also noted increased appetite. Duh. Yeah. You know, because you sometimes, I mean, acutely, what exercise does for me is it kills my appetite. So if I if I wake up and I go, you know, I'm kind of hungry, but yeah, I'll take a bike ride. It's like I forget about it. Right. Until I come back, then I'm very hungry. Yes. But the exercise can can alleviate uh, a transient exercise. Exactly. But, That's but the over, adrenaline. Yeah. And then that wears out about an, in right. about an hour. And then you'll start to get hungry, right. typically. Although it, it's kind of hard to eat while you're exercising. But I saw no, it while know. I was cycling this weekend. I saw this guy, you know, a serious cycler, and he was eating a banana while riding. Not gummies or raisins No, or it was just a, like a... Uh-huh. He didn't want artificial food. He wanted a real banana. Yes. But this, who knows? This guy may have been on his 50th mile or something, you know, uh-huh. at that point. So he needed his carbs, and he looked pretty lean and fit. But anyway, so this there was an interesting study on, on to that effect. And uh, so uh, I... Also uh, in the news is uh, zinc for blood sugar control. Ah. Uh, new research suggests that uh, zinc supplementation may have potential for preventing or managing diabetes. That's interesting. Uh, and, you know, certainly zinc plays a role in, in many enzymatic reactions in the body. Zinc is an aromatase inhibitor. Okay. I just did a podcast on aromatase inhibitors. Zinc was one of them to my surprise. And so surprise. explain, explain to, to what, to mean, to what end is that it, beneficial? It, in that it inhibits aromatase so by... It, so by, it helps, it can help your sex drive in a, it inadvertently. It can, it can. But the testosterone in that... But the testosterone doesn't go to estrogen. ...body mass and it, so forth, helping you maintain a better weight, that can help with blood it, sugar and vice versa, the kind of... Maybe that's one mechanism. Zinc but. also helps the thyroid... Okay. ...to establish... Uh, of optimal metabolism, zinc along with selenium. Mm-hmm. So if anybody, you know, that's interesting. You did zinc a, is an important mineral. You did a podcast on collagen. Yeah, I did. What's your take? Oh, collagen, all kinds of benefits uh, besides hair, skin, nails, joints. That's a very important one. Immunity, even some cardiovascular effects because endothelial uh, protection, function, the lining of the arteries, all of that. Mm-hmm. All of that. So it's it's very important. And I know all the things that are in vogue with collagen and <clears throat> taking collagen powder in your smoothie and so forth and so on. Make soup. Make stew. Make it from scratch. Make broth. Drink it every day. Start your dinner with a bowl of consomme. Do that. Drink a mug of broth mm-hmm. instead of a, a lot of people of are getting instant collagen exactly, from the health store. Is that exactly. good stuff, or do they make yeah. their own collagen? Well, no, I, I, I prefer, you know, I'm always... comes in a packet. It's like it dehydrated. It comes in a packet. It's easy enough to make your own. Mm-hmm. How much do you want to pay for that packet, number one? If it's convenient, that's fine. I just don't like that they're putting collagen in, in flavors now, in things of the chocolate, vanilla, strawberry, and doing all this. Who wants bone broth like that? I want it to taste like broth. Well, there's, there's actually uh, bars that are <clears throat> collagen bars. But yeah. they're chocolate flavored or something. Ugh, yeah. what? No, it just you know. It's a gimmick. Get, get, get the bone marrow out of that lamb chop you just had. 
Okay. <laughs> Make some stew, stew, uh, soup with those leftover bones. Good. Do something like that. Yeah. Definite benefits. All right. So right, right. Uh, listen to that podcast, find it at, at drhoffman.com. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's get to questions, please. Let's see here. We've got one from Peter. This is very interesting. You write, he writes about natokinase. I was having itchy varicose veins and started taking natokinase before bed. I've noticed that they no longer itch and my hemorrhoids improved. I would be interested in your thoughts on this. Okay, well, that's what's called an N of one experience. Yeah. Uh, which means that, you know, we would have to test that hypothesis. So N being the number of subjects. Right. So one subject. One, it's one, a person, one for anecdotal. one. You know, it's yeah. like. Uh, you know, I uh, put garlic in my socks and my cold, you know, got better right away. You know, great. Uh-huh. You know, I slept with garlic in my socks. Uh, you know, uh-huh. th- but there's some plausibility to that. Yeah. So, I, the uh, natokinase contains vitamin K, mm-hmm. but also contains some things that may work on circulation. And we know that hemorrhoids and varicose veins are about stasis. Yeah. The lack of circulation. Yeah. So, uh. Narrokinase does have a blood thinning effect. Okay. A little bit. Right. Some people use it instead of aspirin. Right. On their doctor's or, or advice or stroke something. Stroke prevention, you yeah. know. Right. Yeah. So that might, that's probably what's happening. But that's the arteries. And working yeah. on the veins, natokinase mm-hmm. is not as well known as something that's good for the veins. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, there we would think of horse chestnut, we would think of, uh, Collinsonia. We would think of uh, bioflavonoids like rutin, pycnogenol, roxarutin, hesperidin. Hmm. Uh, these are some of the things that are thought to be helpful for the veins. Yeah. Um, butcher's broom. These mm-hmm. are all you know, vitamin C mm-hmm. with rose hips. Yes. Yes, vitamin C. So that's interesting. So it's, it's possible, Peter, that the natokinase helped you in this way. Interesting stuff. Yeah, I mean, I'll yeah. be on the lookout for it. Yeah. Um, and that is really interesting stuff. It's actually, I was interviewed about 30 years ago, really in the beginning of my career, by a film crew from Japan, by the person who is the Barbara Walters of Japan. Ah. It, if anybody still remembers who Barbara Walters was. Yeah. But we knew who Barbara Walters was because she was like the number one female uh, host at yes. the time on the air. Uh, so, th- but this, it was Barbara Walters who was like four foot eight, <laughs> you know, very <laughs> small. Uh-huh. And she interviewed me with a translator. Mm-hmm. And what they were fascinated was is that there was an American doctor who was actually, uh, advocating natokinase in the day when nobody knew what natokinase was in this country. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was because of a macrobiotic food, uh, yeah. which is, you know, rich in, it's called, called natto. Natto. And natto delivered <laughs> natto kinase. And the Japanese were already looking, doing, looking into research that showed that it was anti-aging and that it was beneficial for circulation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it sounded a little folk, you know, like, like folklore in uh-huh. those days. Like, okay, just because the Japanese think it's great. Well, it's a Japanese food. They're going to obviously be excited about their own national dish. Uh, it turns out they're right. Subsequently, 30, 35 years of research, and they now know the natokinase has these exceptional qualities that promote yeah. circulation. It's a rich source of vitamin K, yeah. which we don't get a lot of in the diet. We don't. The vitamin K2, that is. Yes. Uh, vitamin K1 comes from fresh fruits and vegetables. Yeah. But uh, Primarily leafy so, greens, yeah. yeah. 
So there you have it. I mean, I, I'm open to it. Mm -hmm. uh, I'd like to see some more research on it. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know that that research is ever going to be performed because it's yeah. a little bit of a niched kind of thing is, you know, hypothesis is natokinase helpful for vein problems. Mm -hmm. Who's going to conduct the research? Is there enough money? Yeah. Uh, if it were a drug, yes, but it's since it's a natural product, I'm not sure. I, I remember also back in the day, if I may say, that a lot of people were taking natto instead of aspirin, as I mentioned earlier, but it, it doesn't have a blood thinning effect the same way no, that aspirin no, does. No, it can't. It's, it's not likely to make you hemorrhage or yeah. bleed. Yeah. It's more prevents mm -hmm. clots. Yeah. But. Mm -hmm. There we go. So, Peter, take the natto. That's great. Thank you for that comment. Oh, let's see here. This comes from Marlene. Hi, Dr. Hoffman and Layla. Thank you for all the information you offer in all shapes and forms on your breathtaking website. Oh, wow. It's incredibly user-friendly, clear, and very appealing in its appearance. That's yeah. a lovely compliment. Yeah. yeah, great. I was looking in the beverage slash shake section of the recipe index of, of your website. Presently, there is nothing listed. Could you please recommend See, a, a This nap? person really looked at the back end of the website yeah. here because I haven't looked at that part of the website for like 10 years. I know. I know. And so there is a reason for that. Yes. And the you know there was we created at that time mm -hmm. categories. Yeah. And the and so sometimes you create something and then it's like meh. You know. <laughs> it's like uh, we are not we changed our mind a little bit on that. So, yeah. so we're neither of us real enthusiasts about beverages or shakes, right? That's true. Yeah. Uh, me personally, I couldn't tell you the last time I had a smoothie. Right. Quite honestly. Right. I, I like to eat my food. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to chomp on those berries, mm -hmm. not put it in a blender. Yeah. You know, what is helpful, and it may be helpful for blood sugar, according to some studies, is whey protein. You know, mm. just that, 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 mm -hmm. that, uh, the amino acid, uh, Admixture of the of whey protein plus mm -hmm. its ability to support glutathione production yeah. may be helpful for some people. Yeah, um, you know, I, and I used to advocate smoothies. Uh, I, you know, I remember I would tell people to make a green drink, but it wasn't like a powder; it was fresh. It was, it was fresh. It was. You take some fresh spinach, a little bit of fresh kale, three Brazil anything nuts, green romaine lettuce. Yeah, and and put it in a blender, and as your liquid, use some green tea. And, and you have something. And strain it. And strain it. So you're, not, so you're not getting like pieces of lettuce in your teeth. Exactly. But it's a green the drink. fiber? Right. Yes. You know. Right. But it, you're but missing there's, out on the fiber. Supposedly, I mean, you're getting all the enzymes and you're getting the... But I th actually think that you don't want to have your uh, juice in isolation. You want no. the plant fiber. You want the plant fiber. You also, if you are juicing or making a smoothie... You want to drink it immediately, not save some oh, for goodness. later or oh, tomorrow. Because yeah. when you it's process a food like that, it's tarnished. when you yep. blenderize it up, yep. the nutrition is already diminishing yep. as we speak. And it's 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 literally changing, and it, it'll it'll go rancid. It'll and, go and rancid. It's, it's color will change. It, it, you'll go from a bright green to right. a brownish color. You right. know? And the other disadvantage to drinking your food, there actually there are two, to yeah. drinking your food rather than eating it, is impact on blood sugar. You're sure. not getting right. besides the fiber and satiety. Stuff, it's yes, 
because you're drinking it, you're not feeling it as much. It's not necessarily filling you the way it would if you chewed and swallowed mm-hmm. the food. And the second disadvantage is your teeth and your gums need to be chomping and chewing and yep. masticating yep. to stay healthy, mm-hmm. not drinking all these drinks. Right. You know, when I think of constantly having Here, a, have, have an insure. Yeah, a liquid meal replacement, I keep thinking geriatric. Yeah. Well, I don't see, like to go there. You know, yeah. what they what they discovered is that mm-hmm. the there weren't enough geezers to support the, you know, the the, the, the business model for insure. So now yeah. they, they wanted to market to like busy individuals, you know, and like even kids. I'm too quick, you know, I gotta run off to work, you know, I gotta get in the car at like six o'clock to commute right. my two hours to get to work. Right. You know, that whole thing. And uh so I just drink like whatever, and they're, they yeah. rebranded it. They don't call it. You know, there are other names for these kind of boost and things like that. Boost, Glucerna is one for people with blood sugar right. problems. Right, and you know, uh, when when I drink those, first of all, my stomach rumbles because mm. it's kind of gurgling around in there, and there's not enough fiber to slow right. the transit. And also, it's full uh, of sugar. It well, even the ones, even if I make it myself. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, when I don't That's add sugar. It doesn't have as much satiety effect. Mm-hmm. You know, even if I put a fair amount of fat in there, I'll put like coconut oil yeah. and I'll put like flax oil. And you want your stomach to be churning it and digesting it. But once you've churned it and pre-digested it in your Nutribullet or your blender, it's been done. There's yeah. really no work for your teeth, your gums, your stomach, your digestive system. You and there's, there's an appeal to that. I mean, there's this guy who runs around. His name is Joe the Juicer. Joe the Juicer. Huh. Um, and uh, he's extremely, I mean, it's like... People uh, really follow him mm-hmm. on social media, or at least he creates that impression that he's like revolutionizing the whole, you know, food scene by urging the people juice. Hmm. And he looks great. He looks so healthy. It's like a testimony to the efficacy of the juicing. And so, I mean, for some people, it might be preferable to just chowing down on a greasy burger. I don't know. But, hmm. you know, as part of the regimen of people who are generally healthy, we don't recommend it. No, no. Uh, I, I mean, like it's a detox, maybe. Yeah, but maybe. Here's Have the other thing: juice. is that people who juice, they often like. I like to juice. Oh, really? Okay. Uh, why do you like to juice? Well, yeah, I put a little apple. I put a little pineapple. I put. Basically, you become a hummingbird. You are you are <laughs> sugar seeking yes. missile. Right. You are. You're going to find it wherever it is. So it's yeah. like instead of like people are juicing apples and carrots. They're not juicing. Oh, here's another thing: kale. You know. Uh, you can't usually get in trouble with eating kale, but if you juice a ton of kale, yeah, a lot of oxalate, yes, number one, a lot of goitrogen, and a lot of goitrogen, mm-hmm. yeah, uh, they're called thiocyanates, mm-hmm. where it's hard to eat enough kale to actually suppress your thyroid or create yeah. oxalate uh, stones, mm-hmm. you know, kidney stones, and mm-hmm. uh, some you know types of arthritis are associated with oxalate. Yeah, so that's to be. A concern. Yeah. And then there's so people use spirulina, which is that other thing that you do. You know, people sometimes the green thing. Right. And that's For a detox. We don't know how viable that is once it's dehydrated, but it's also there's some concerns. Some uh, Dr. Um, Weil wrote something recently about how neurotoxins may be concentrated in spirulina. Yeah. Because it's a, you know, this algae sometimes elaborates neurotoxins. Yeah. So you have to be careful. You want to source things well. And again, I'm not a fan of meal replacement, except in my geriatric patients who aren't eating enough calories. Right. And I want them to have more calories. Well, sometimes I will say, 
this person can't swallow, can't eat. They've had like yeah. radiation therapy or to the throat or something. And I say they need uh, some kind of liquid thing. And you, right. what do you tell them? Or a thicker liquid or something yeah. like that. I like our, I like a whey protein powder. Right. I like hemp protein. Put a little coconut well. in it. Put a little coconut in. Hemp protein fat. is a complete protein, mm -hmm. which is very exciting because it's very hard to find a plant protein that's okay. a complete protein other than soy. Okay. And soy is a goitrogen and problematic right. for many people. It's one of the top eight food allergens, so we want to be careful there. Mm -hmm. But hemp is a very good source, mm -hmm. so that could be something. But that's if that's when they really cannot yeah, when get adequate sustenance with solid food. Mm -hmm. And for my elite athletic patients who mm -hmm. need that extra protein boost, right? There is that thing. Different. There is that thing where uh, was it like a bedtime dose of protein can assist with muscle uh, repair, repair overnight? Yeah, that's helpful. I, you know, I don't think I I never do that, but you know, yeah. I seldom. I'm not working out at that level. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, you got to work out pretty darn. You really have to be a tremendous. Uh, athlete with a lot yeah. of muscle damage to require that, in my to opinion. To require something like that. You might add some D-ribose in there mm -hmm. as well. That can help with muscle recovery. That's often very good for muscle recovery. And there are different types of plant proteins, Marlene, that you could use because Marlene was looking for a non-dairy smoothie. Pea protein should be fine. Uh, you could do egg protein, rice protein. Pea protein is popular these days Yeah, because it's hypoallergenic. Hmm. And well tolerated. And they, and you know, you think of ugh, pea protein, but actually they've made it very mm -hmm. smooth and mm -hmm. palatable. I love a good steaming bowl of split pea soup that I've made from scratch. Oh, okay. Or or it could be yellow split peas too. Not totally paleo it's because it's an no, it's, a, it's, it's a legume. It's it's actually a pulse. It's a pulse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. So green but, or yellow split mm -hmm. peas are, are nice that way. Um, let's see. Yeah, but. Eat your food, Marlene, if you're looking for something. Take real food, the amount that you would eat, say, in your salad bowl. Not more than the amount that you would eat. Put that in your blender or Nutribullet. You could pulse it up and see what you get in your glass and enjoy it that way. Mm -hmm. But if you're looking for a particular brand of meal replacement kind of thing, no. I'm not keen on it. I'm not keen on it, really. Not at all. Okay. Not at all. All right, but thanks for the complimentary uh, yeah. look at our website. Thank you for and, taking a look uh, doing there. a deep dive on there, and you know, kind of looking behind the curtain a little bit mm -hmm. uh, to see. All right, well, that's all the time that we have for part one. Wow! Yeah, time flies when you're having fun. And in part two, give us a preview of what we're going to talk about. Could this beneficial bacteria impact your aerobic performance? Oh wow! Okay, yeah, that's intriguing. Uh, probiotics for athletic. Achievement. Yeah. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is your weekly Q&A with Layla, part of our Intelligent Medicine podcast series, and we'll be right back.